Ah, yes, the film that inspired a billboard in the background of Frankenhooker. This movie changed Hollywood forever and has stood tall for so long now that it's an iconic classic. It really doesn't need much of an introduction, but, you know, I got to. So this is 1989's Batman with the School for Wayward Nerds. Pretty positive that you could just shoot him with an EMP and he'd be down for a bit. No, your, your second's like crazy zoomed in. Never yeah. Another man's rhubarb. You're just looking up his quotes that don't make sense. Yes. I'm going to be saying that all the way through. I would say a Power Ranger thing, but don't they get superpowers without it now? No, they changed it in the movie, but the original yeah, that's series. That's what I mean. Yeah, we, we were talking about super, um, Power Ranger suits because mm. they didn't do like mega jumps. Um, alright. Whoa, fuckers! Look to your left, look to your right. This is the School for Wayward Nerds. Coming out like it always does on a beautiful Ed Gein Thursday. I'm your host, Toby DePola, joined by our producer, Kai Steen. Yeah, yeah. And Megan Chikatilo. Oh. Yeah, and Trey P. Cinnamon. <laughs> Nods for acknowledgement. <laughs> yep, gentle nod. Um, today's topic is a good one. Uh, I think Meg picked it. Yeah, we're gonna get nuts. Oh. What are we doing? Dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight. That's what we're doing. So the the Batman movie kicks off a fucking franchise bonanza, also known as a war on crime against the Joker. It was directed by Tim Burton, written by Sam Hamm, and starring Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton, and Hollywood herself, Kim Basinger. Not letting her live it down. Um... It had a budget of about $35 million and made back a little bit over $411 million, um, thus ensuring many delightful and amazing sequels. It had music by the Danny Elfman, who you may recognise from shit like Army of Darkness, Nightmare Before Christmas, literally all the good Tim Burton movies. The Simpsons. Men in Black, and the, uh, and the band Oingo Boingo. Oh. So that's fun. Can't forget about that. Oh, so it wasn't Prince? Well, it's 50% orchestra, sex, no, 50% Prince. Prince did the Bat Dance song. He did Bat Dance and like two or three other songs that are in the movie. Danny Elfman does the most of everything. Yeah, um, yeah you, you should know who Danny Elfman is. Um, the other half of the music in this is the artist formerly known as Prince. It also credits the character creations to Bob Kane, but we're here at the School for Wayward Nerds, know the fucking school. Yeah, well, Einstein was so smart, why did he marry Colin? Yeah. Hey, Meg, who created Batman? Who did? <laughs> who this? A test of knowledge, right? <laughs> I'm um, a student here, don't, don't ask me things. So, Bob Kane is the credited creator, but... Um, Bullshit! But Bill, Bill Finger, Finger, his uh, co-helper, came up with, let's see, the costume, Gotham City, uh, Bruce Wayne, um, Wayne Manor... <laughs> Basically, um, all the villains that were around in the first maybe twelve years of the character. To to put this in Disney terminology, <coughs> it's Walt and M. I. Work. They've started. As in, Walt sat there and went, "Oh, it's a good idea to do a mouse," and Ed was like, "Okay, um, I guess I'll take hang it from on here." A second. <laughs> yeah. Print, that's pretty much. If you've ever seen an original sketch of Mickey Mouse. Ugh. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like Bob Kane comes in and goes, I've got this idea for a guy named Batman. I'm going out to lunch. I'm sure you can work the kinks out here. <laughs> huh. Right. Um... They've started crediting Bill Finger and shit, but unfortunately his first credit's in Suicide Squad, so... Oh, I thought he was credited in Arkham. The game? Yeah. I don't think he was. I have a feeling that was the first place he was um, mentioned because you were very excited about that. He was dead. But he was dead by the time he got his first mention. Yeah. I'll double check this information. Alright. Um, so, my first recollections of the 1989 Batman movie are like completely fucked up, and I know that now. Um, I saw bits of the movie as a tiny little worm boy. Um, and how I remember it going is. It cold opens with Batman finding a burnt corpse, and then he sees the signal in the sky, and a weird-looking Batgirl sees it as well. Um, from there, Batman gets in his Batwing and takes Joker's balloons, and it's pretty much the fir- like the first movie from that point onwards. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. No, nah, like what are my, you talking my, about at the start? my recollection is the last ten minutes of Batman Returns, and then the last half hour of Batman. And somehow I thought that was a whole movie until we sort of got back into Batman. So that's my first recollection you, of the movie. You kind of had it, but then you said something about the Batgirl. <coughs> yeah. that, that was the Catwoman, who I hadn't seen in the, in the second movie that I thought was first. This is kind of like how I fucked up the Star Wars thing. Yeah. Um, does anyone else remember the first time they saw this movie? Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Go me, I'm doing it. Meg is fresh. What, what did you think of it? I actually thought it wasn't that bad. I think it's the, one of the better ones you've shown me. <laughs> Honestly. Um, what about, what about you, Kyra? Have um, you seen it before? I, I do remember seeing it, but this wasn't the first. Like, this isn't what I grew up with. I grew up mm-hmm. particularly with, um, like, Batman and Robin and, like, those really good 90s ones. Yeah. So I didn't actually know about this one until, like, I knew these characters had played, like, the actors had played these characters, but I don't think I'd, like, really sat down and watched it. So, like, I knew it existed, but I didn't know it it existed. Yeah. Um, this movie was so groundbreaking in its, and, and big in its time that people would get the showing times for the trailers before the movies. Buy a ticket, go watch the trailer. Once it was finished, they would just walk out of Dead's Puddle Society or Nicolas Cage's Vampire's Kiss would even start. Like, they would just go in and watch the trailer. Um, I mean, it was before YouTube, obviously. Um, and I also like the pandemic of bus stops getting smashed so people could get the posters out of the uh, out of the, the, the glass. So, like, Did people really do that? When this movie was coming out, like, it was insane. People would shave the bat symbol into their hair... That was when oh, wow. people started wearing the shirt with the symbol on it. Um, yeah, it just, like, in its time, it was fucking nuts. Um, yeah, after the, it sort of comes in after the success of Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Um, it was decided to take Batman out of the silliness of the Bill Dozier 60s version and go down a darker path, um, which is a hard habit to break at one point. Um, they had cast Bill Murray as Batman. Eddie Murphy as Robin, and the late Robin Williams as the Joker. I want to see that. Yeah. But, I would sit it out. Oh. 
<laughs> but the film was given to Tim Burton. This movie was by far the most expensive movie filmed in England at the time. But Burton proved he could handle it after the success of Beetlejuice the previous year. <laughs> um, once we started watching it, I like. Well, I'm actually getting into movie notes now. Um, when we first put it on, I thought that this might be the best Gotham in a film, like the first half hour at least, before it starts to kind of look like a set. Um, I think Schumacher's version goes like too far into the weird shit, and Nolan's Gotham is just a fucking ordinary town with nothing special in it whatsoever. Mm. You know? um, do you guys like the opening scene? Um, like the way they cocktailed the origin but didn't really do it, and how those two fucking thugs definitely look like meth heads. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they didn't like just straight up the bat choke you with the origin. Yeah, especially think- in today's age with Batman v Superman literally showing it more than once throughout the film. But yeah. that's the thing. Back then, it hadn't been shown. Mm. Like, that, like his now, logo now, wasn't even iconic before this movie came out. Like, no one fucking cared. Now, like, every movie does it. But you've got to think back then, this was the first movie. Well, I mean, like, like it Sup- hadn't been done before. The Superman movie came out and was amazing, and it had a couple of sequels, and they all progressively got shit up. But it didn't start a trend, it was just its own thing. This started shit. Yeah. You know? So it's nice, but at the same time, like, I feel they kind of should have touched on it, hmm. considering how big of a part it is. Well, they, they get to it eventually, but. I do like the way they kind of like set it up and then pull away from it. Yeah. Because yeah, if they hadn't done it at the start, you might have realised what happens later. Yeah, it changes some. Like if you had a key and eye and ear, because they could have tried to hide it, that you would have figured out the plot pretty quick. Yeah. Um, an extra note about the casting here is uh, Billy D. Williams playing Harvey Dent. Now, um, yeah, Billy D. had joined the cast expecting to become Two Face in the third film. Unfortunately, when the third movie rolled around, the entire cast and crew were replaced, except for Pat Hingle as Commissioner Gordon and Michael Goh as Alfred. Um, he did get to be Two-Face finally in the Lego Batman movie, which is like 20 years later. Why would they change every like part of the crew except for the potential two worst members? I don't know, I guess... Those two actors were shit in the first This is two my favourite Alfred. He's so crap, buddy. We will get to, we will get to Alfred. And Commissioner Gordon's Commissioner Gordon's just <laughs> like a lot of the other characters did good. I think the reason they picked those two were they, they probably were very accepted similar. Whatever pay cut was coming their way, I'd imagine that, and they're very similar to Sixty Six. Like we've watched about the first season of Batman Sixty Six, and that Gordon and that. Alfred are very similar. Like they were probably yeah, cast like it, before they decided to go dark with it. Would have been some crap with the money and all that, but like he was a great Batman and an even better Bruce. And they're like, no, let's make some other fucking yeah. Let's movie. really shit the bed with all of Bruce's if, connections. If I think of Batman movies, I never think of Val Kilmer because he did shit. Mm. I fucking hated him as Batman. Yeah, but he looks I, he had, more the part. He had a, he He's had, not good, but he looks more the part. Well, that's mostly really? a costume. It's just a mouth sticking out of it. I think he's Bruce Wayne's good, Val Kilmer. No. Yeah. No, he's Bruce sucked. Are you kidding me? The like, best Bruce out of any movie is mm. either Affleck or the whatever his name is. In this? Michael Keaton. Yeah. I was going to say Vulture. 
<laughs> yeah, like his Bruce is good, like because Bruce is meant to be a rich, snobby asshole, so no one thinks he's Batman. Yeah, um, but not to the point of like the shitty three. What were they? Um, the ones we hate in the past. Uh, Christian Bell. Yeah, like he was too much. But I mean, he's not a very good Bruce Wayne because like he didn't he start a fire in his manor and told everyone to piss off and not be his friends anymore because he hates them. Yeah. That was a good I like the bit where the guy is like, give me a grain, and then he just goes, yep. Like, but, I want okay. him to be an ass like that. He's, he's like subtle smart ass. I do let's put that. it this way. Yeah. It was between Mel Gibson, Kevin Costner, Charlie Sheen, Bill Murray, Harrison Ford, and Dennis Quaid. There's a lot of Charlie movies. Sheen, we want that. Yeah, I reckon Charlie would look like it. He'd do great. Um, when Keaton was cast, there was so much uproar from comic book fans that 50,000 protest letters were sent to the Warner Brothers offices. Hmm. And basically, um, Burton turned around and said, go screw yourselves. And now, in, in like, in modern age, like, any person who was a kid when this movie happened knows that Michael Keaton is their Batman and nothing will replace it, but beforehand, people were not happy about it. Um, oh, I got it. At some point, we got to pause this podcast and show these guys the um the Hollywood report about uh, it because it's fucking bananas. There was also talk about putting Robin into this. Yeah, there was almost Robin in all of them until they actually started putting Robin into any of them. Um, well, we've talked a bit about Bruce Wayne here, so let's uh. Well, my next notes when you first meet Jack Napier, um, the gangster who is banging his mob boss's wife. As many weird liberties as this movie takes, it's still the best Joker in film, isn't it? Sad. So yes, far, yeah. But there, if you think about it, there is lots <coughs> of different Jokers. Yeah. Like, this is a good early Joker. Heath Ledger would be the closest to the proper Joker, even though I think he did awful. Yeah. And that fuckhead Leto is like the shit new 52 Joker. Yeah, like, is. there is different jokers in the comics. Yeah, it does bum me out later in the movie when Bruce Wayne reads, like, Jack's file, and he's pretty much the joker anyway, yeah. like, even beforehand. Like, I, I actually really don't like this joker, because yeah. he doesn't do anything. What do you think, Meg? Um, yeah, I actually thought he did alright. There you go. Yeah. Um, my next question is, um, do you guys think the Lieutenant Eckhart was supposed to be Harvey Bullock? Yeah. It's obvious he's a fat asshole. Yeah, I, I, I think I've got I've watched too much anime series because I'm kind of offended by the opinion that he's Bullock. Because like Bullock was an asshole, but he was never a dirty cop, and this guy's like taking bribe sandwiches and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's that's pretty probably shit. why they changed the character. Did they change the name to defend it a bit? Yeah, maybe because he does look exactly like Bullock, right? Mm-hmm. Um. The, the next character we meet is Alexander Knox, who has never been a comic book character aside from the adaptation of the film. Um, however, I do like the scene of him meeting Vicky Vale, like when you first get a good taste of him after the party. Um, Vicky Vale actually is a comic book character. Um, he gets handed a drawing of a dumb bat in a suit. Do you guys remember that? Um, which is fun because it's got Bob Kane's signature on it. Um, he also calls someone a dick. And just some words are funny to see in Batman movies, like Poontang in the second one. Wow. Which was edited fucking out of my Blu ray. Mm. like to make that complaint first and foremost here. It should have been in the third one. Oh no, the fourth one, sorry. What? Poontang. 
<laughs> no, that was, that was just on the that was just on the poster. <laughs> um, yeah, he we meet Vicky Vale, and she's like she was a photographer in Corto Maltese. Um, Trey, where does that come from? Is it from the Dark Knight Returns, or was it in something before? No, no, it's from that. I'm referencing that the book that inside them. Like it's such an iconic book, and they just make up this country and go like. You should care that there's a war. Well, going well it's on, based no on the Cold War in Russia, but like actually saying Russia's a shithole and we're going to bomb it is kind of over the yeah, board, no, so they changed the name. I've seen a regular show. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I like that they're referencing the book that inspired this movie in the first place. Like, if, if Dark Knight Returns hadn't come out, they wouldn't have. We never would have got any Batman since the 60s show. Um, and that show was better. Yeah, we go back to um, Jack Napier and Boss Grissom. Uh, the gangster drama stuff between them is fun, but so fucking strange. Like, if Tim Burton wanted to do gangsters in Gotham, why make up this weird bullshit with the Joker and this made-up guy? Like, there are hundreds of mafioso characters in DC. Yeah, but I wonder yeah. how much licensing DC gave them. It's a DC movie. But yeah, that doesn't mean DC will let them use style people. Joker, yeah. I think he kind of is a monster. Yeah, like, yeah, but like adding like this Grissom dude. No, because think about it, you got all the great books like Killing Joke and shit. Mm. Like he's hiring freak show people. He hasn't just got mob mates who he's hired, but the old Joker did. Yeah, like Golden Age, oh, Silver Age, sorry, yeah, yeah. all that sort of older shit. Well, that's that the whole reason that Joker becomes Joker is because he's up with the mob when they put um the red hood suit on yeah like he's already hanging out with the mob before he becomes joker so yeah um anyway grissom knows about jack banging his wife and sends him to gather all the records of money laundering and calls the police on him at axis chemicals Hmm. What what do you guys think of that why i don't know again i have a feeling because it was the first like i know superman and all that has happened but it's the first time I, I reckon DC was like, look, we'll let you take some, but you can't have Ace, you can't they probably have wouldn't have even worried about it, because Batman hadn't exploded yet. They probably thought, no one will care if we slightly change a name, because it's not like the Superman movies helped. Half of the villains in it are made up. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you don't want them to become popular in film, and then no one's reading the comics, or... Like someone, um, a lot of TV shows in that at the moment are going through the process of if they have like a written literature, they change enough into the show so that people that have read it are still surprised. So, you know, like they don't want to give you exactly what's in the comics because then you'd be like, oh, it's Ace. I know what's going to happen here if Joker falls into the thing. Mm. Whereas if it's Access, you're like, oh, may- maybe this Jack Napier's gonna get gassed and like it, it adds that element of surprise but it also gives DC enough room that they can come into it and you know oh well you've fucked up what this chemical plant's meant to look like that's fine it's the movie version we've still got Ace mm. up our sleeve so after the mob meeting it goes to a party in Wayne Manor uh, we get probably the worst Alfred in history He's so, like, big and theatrical, not to mention bad at secret keeping. Like, later in the movie, when Bruce Wayne tells Vicky 
that he'll be out of town. Alfred makes like no attempt to cover for him. He's fucking Batman. You think maybe he's gonna no, lie about some stuff? Alfred shit. Alfred should be fucking crazy intelligent and mm. just like click with this shit immediately. Yeah, because it's what he does. Um. Yeah, Alfred is. Do you guys have a favorite Alfred? favorite version of an album. I actually kind of like him in Batman vs Superman because I don't want him to be a fragile old man who couldn't do anything but, but I want him to be very intelligent. Do you want it to go more like an Earth 1 Batman kind of like the Beware the Batman version like this no. Navy Seal motherfucker the best I don't think we've seen in the Arkham games because hmm. that's what he should be doing. He should be sussing all this shit out and helping Batman not Wrecking his lies. I, I, I do love his whole relationship with Bruce in Arkham Origins. How he's like, you don't have to do this shit. And once, once Bane gets to him, he's like, oh, you're right. These people are fucked, and this is the only way to deal with them. The problem that I find with Alfred so far, mm. I don't think we've hit a good Batman. And until you hit a good Batman, you can't have a good Alfred because, like. So Michael Keaton, I think of him as being too old for Bruce. But if he's Batman, then you need to have an even older Alfred. Because like I said when we were watching the movies, you have to believe that Alfred's been with this family for such a long time that he understands the parents and he felt, you know, it was his responsibility to bring up this child. Hmm. So he has to be a little bit older than what the parents would be because yeah like and that's in animated series bruce i would set him at like late 20s early 30s so alfred in that's maybe late 40s early 50s like i feel like whoever bruce is really shoehorns who you can have as alfred because you can't have like i feel batman versus superman he's too young for um Affleck. Affleck. Um, like, it's not that he's a bad Alfred, just if you're going to have Affleck, you need a little bit older. Mm. Off the top of my head, I'm I'm into the Telltale Batman's version of Alfred. I fucking love but any Alfred. this movie, though, yeah. just because the media hasn't caught on to Batman yet, he could have been doing this for, like, five years already. Like, I think he is a bit old, but they don't say, well, I've been doing this for a month. Like just yeah, no, he's only been caught only... seven times. Yeah, like, but he should be stealthy. Yeah. The media shouldn't be just sitting there going, oh, there's Batman, let me take a photo. But I think, like, because Michael's had a chance to, like, because I, I remember him from the 90s ones, because Michael, like, had that chance, in particularly Batman and Robin, he has that connection tonight, but... Well, Robin. But he has that connection with Dick Grayson where they are really jokey with each other and they are, you know, there's that little sarcastic exchanges, which is what fans had grew to expect when they were watching, um, like, Tass. Yeah, the animated series. Yeah, um, my, my only note is, like, I love any Alfred that protects Bruce and the manor with a fucking shotgun. Yeah. Hey, that version of Alfred is always the best Alfred. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't hold my master's opinion of killing. You know, like that, like, get the fuck out of here thread that he always has, obviously, and I love it. Um, so the cops show up at Axis Chemicals um, to catch Jack that we mentioned earlier, and probably the most careless shootout ever in series. I love it. 
Everyone is just firing guns into chemicals and other flammable shit while Jack Napier is just smashing fucking everything with an axe like he's Jack Torrance again. And controls and buttons and... Yeah, that falls into my everything category. What's not always <laughs> with an axe? Um, yeah, we've covered Joker's origin in this movie in our first episode. <clears throat> um, but I will say that I like his face getting damaged and the surgeon stitching down whatever was left. Like, the chemicals probably had nothing to do with his smile in this. Yeah. Um, which now that I think about it, it's like the perfect origin to result in the Nolan vs. Joker. Like, cause that would make more sense having him actually scarred after that. As opposed well, to, like, Plato kind of looking face. In... Yeah, but, like, in this one, like you said, it, like, blew out his cheeks. Mm. Whereas in that one, he's got cuts. Yeah, yeah. And it's more believable, like, that when you squish your face together, it's gonna make a smiley, rather than... Like you're gonna cut a yeah, face and away to you don't know much about the Chelsea smile if you get one by chemicals. Mm. Well, it's, it's clear that he's no, well, in, no, I mean, like, there should be a lot more scarring than funny, yeah. Yeah, but then it's, then it's a different thing. To it's also talk. the 80s, yeah. So, the, the mirror scene is so iconic now. Like, you know, your scene has left a lasting impression if The Simpsons replicates it fucking twice. Um, it's also reenacted in Rebirth issue 26, like the Riddler replicates the scene perfectly, it's really weird. It's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's in, I just, I just love that, it, like, Krusty the Clown did it once, and then Lisa did it, like, five years later. Um, so after leaving the doctor's shitty surgery room, Jack goes back and finds Boss Chrisom, and after the big reveal of the Joker... Which, in Blu-ray quality, you can see his face paint smeared on his collar, which is kind of fun. Um, the Joker kills the shit out of an old man while laughing and goofing around with his gun. It's it's kind of... I think it's very Joker compared to other versions that we've got so far. Definitely. It's the only one that makes actual jokes and has a good time. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the of the Joker in this, the reveal, like, how he looks? Never rub another man's rhubarb. Thanks, Meg. I yeah. know it's an old movie, but fuck, he looks stupid. Just the face, like the costume. There's never been a better one. Yeah, I think Jack Nicholson Joker is iconic. It's not Joker, but you recognise it because of the fucking smile. Yeah, just the yeah. smile just looks a bit stupid for me. They put too much stuff on his face. It's very thick. But it's from 1989, isn't it? Yeah. When's Men in Black one? Man, it, you'd That'd have to be the nineties. That must. I'm going to say ninety two, roughly. But this is the same year no, as... No, but listen, that's um, not many years after. Like, I, I don't think I would have been born when Men in Black 1 came out. I'm just waiting for Tyler. Ah, uh, 1997. So you were just... Wow. So ten... It's... You've got to think, okay, this is ten years... Yeah, but like, like, this comes out ten years before no, but Men what in I was going to say was... Yeah. The Kingpin's face thing, like how they just made his face again and put it over his face so it looked like it didn't fit... I know it's like almost 10 years, but that was so fucking good. That is a cool idea. And the Joker's face in 89 looks so fake and shit. Well, this is the same year as Back to the Future 2, The Little Mermaid. Yeah, but okay, hang on. What are movies that have special effects? I mean... Prosthetics. Yeah. That's why I bring up Star Wars. Ghostbusters didn't have too much prosthetics. Yeah. Oh, I'll keep looking. Like episode four was in 1977, 
And to this day, you don't really look at people in that and go, wow, that looks oh. shit. That's why the movie's so timeless. It's, so, it's the same year as Friday the 13th when he goes to New York. Yeah, well, wow. there's a few Friday the yeah. things before that when you see his face and he's clearly got prosthetics because he ends up being like a goddamn zombie. Yeah. And it still doesn't look that aged. Like, but, that's... but this does. Like, just because... All the makeup stuff is on the bottom of his face, so it sticks out like an inch fucking further than it should. Yeah. Like it just, it looks like when you're in the young years of high school and girls are figuring out makeup and they put too much on. Mm. <laughs> like when you put the blue mascara on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, but yeah, like. I still have pebbles. <laughs> I think they could have toned it down a bit and just said, look. Jack, you're a good actor. Just try and fucking smile all Just the time, bunch, yeah. and it would have worked awesome. Like it, it looks too fake. Yeah. Um. But apart from that, I think it's by far the best joke in it. But like yeah. even Batman's cow is yeah, very good. Yeah. It like, gets a lot better. It's, in the it's one, obviously actually. they didn't like that. Wasn't where they were worried about putting budget. Like yeah. and particularly in the final scenes of this, you can see Tim Burton, his style coming through. There's so much of that like mini model and stuff like that. That's where no knowing Tim Burton films, that's where he would have been like, no, no, just do whatever you can to get them to look somewhat like they should. We've got this scene with this plane, and I need to get this like that. But like, yeah, I know even, that's what he'd do. They could have put more prosthetics on his face and it would still be a hundred times better than Jared Leto. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a monstrosity. So I'm um, I'm gonna bring up Heath Ledger's joker here. His room slash the pencil magic trick scene, like his meeting room scene, is fucking ripped right out of this movie in hindsight. Like Joker goes into a meeting of all the mob bosses, kills one and pretty much says, This is all mine now. Yeah. Like that is almost shot. Like it's pretty much this. Um, it, the only difference being magic tricks are more Zatanna's thing, and in this version, it's not a magic. Trick. And in this yeah. version, we get like a joy buzzer, an actual thing that Joker uses. Yep. So, uh, you know, suck on that, you Nolan scum. But the difference with the Nolan movies to this, these are fun movies. This like, takes yes, place in a Gotham with villains. Exactly. If Joker, like Ledger had turned around and used a fun buzzer, it wouldn't have had the effect that it would have had in this Gotham. Yeah, but... Well, like, you've got, to, you've got to put it to what the rest of the film is. The thing is, though, like, how those movies were trying to be realistic. <coughs> I know they still do the whole they need to fear me thing. Mm. In, the, in real life, if someone wanted to make a difference, they wouldn't go, better dress as a fucking bat. That's they would what just I said go, to... like, I will scare these people with my reputation or something. That's like... what I say to Toby all the time. Like, yes, the 90s movies are ridiculous. But, but in nice. that in that landscape, in that setting, I can imagine someone dressing up as a bat. Yeah. Whereas in New York City, they would be the laughing stock of social media. Yeah, that's, mm. that's what I mean. Like, the yeah, Nolan movies. Movie. So movies are great, they're, but yeah, they're, they're not. Good, but they're not Batman. Batman. Yeah, they tried to make something realistic that that's not. It can't be. 
I'm not going to watch a fucking realistic Yu-Gi-Oh movie because it's going to be stupid. But yeah, like we could sit around for hours picking on what's wrong with this movie and it's still the best one we've got or probably will get for a while. Can we go back to what you just said, how they'd be the laughing stock of media mm-hmm. if they did that? If they got, like, if they actually did do what Batman did, I don't think... They'd be a laughing stock for a bit and then that media would be like, oh, actually they're making a difference. Yeah, but like, the media. Yeah, but you wouldn't put it in the first up. place. Yeah. Huh? You wouldn't go and do it in the first place. Yeah, but what if you was like, I have to. No, I feel like it's. A they would get. Duty. They would get arrested and put into a mental asylum before they had a chance to actually do anything. If you yeah, but jump, what if they didn't get caught and they just kept doing things. Say there was a visual in real it's, life. It's, if you jump on Facebook, people aren't be going to be going. Wow, someone's making a difference. It'll be people making shitty memes. Yeah. The media is a load of shit. They're not going to be. Oh, and that's. I'm not talking about like the news. I'm talking about like YouTube, yeah, Facebook. Like, like people will be like, "Yeah, it's cool. We've got a Batman now." But <laughs> did you see that guy actually wearing the suit? Mm. Like, yeah. like that would be the response to it. Sadly. Mm. Um. Sorry. What, what do you guys think of the Joker's plan to poison Gotham and his weird commercial that he does? I love it. Yeah? Um, it's very Joker. Yeah, the news yeah, scene I'm is great. Like, I think it is, because he will, yeah, like, hack TVs. Only... He does that all the time in the animated series yeah. and in no, the comics. I was literally about to say you two only like it because you are so wet for the animated series. I've not... Mm. I've actually spoken about the animated series. I'm... His first... I can understand why it's good, mm. but... It's not like the be all and end all. Look, one of the no, one of his I mean, first like, hardcore attempts just, at being a violent the, Joker features him doing that. Just for the he fucking does it in the first episode. Explain what his plot actually is in this because I watched the movie like twelve, no, twenty four hours ago. Look, none and of I the, couldn't explain. To look, you none of the Tim Burton Batman's have a very strong plot. What is Joker's plan before I talk? Well, his entire plan is to get more publicity than Batman. That's why he's always blowing up TVs. His first attempt is to, you know, combine chemicals to poison Gotham, but then people are still like, oh, it was solved no, by the Batman. Is he the hero? He does, no, no, that's the second one. The first attempt is he goes and kills the mob boss out the front of the thing. Yeah, the front and of it's the... the um, where was Batman from. when this went down? Yeah. Because that's when she starts putting together the... He's always around. Um, the this the ad is in response to that, and that's when he does actually start getting there because people stop doing what they're doing and then reporting on like how is it linked and everything. Yeah, because like in the end, you know, he's got balloons of Joker shit, and he's given out free money. But that's. Okay. He's he's trying to overtake the popularity of Batman, yeah, but he's cause... also there's like a side mission for him of collecting women, because he's like the first mob boss that he kills is because he gets his wife or girlfriend yeah. or whatever she is. And I think he's doing it. To and then women. she has the mask Vicky, on, then? and then he, he decides wants someone, he wants Vicky. He wants a famous photographer slash reporter. To document his work, he specifically yeah, but he's still collecting women for a purpose. So much like you want to marry her. I think that's because it's not. Right, no. My thing with it is, I'm I admit that I am wrong in my view here. I 
see Joker as everyone in Gotham freaks the fuck out when they see him. And I don't like his early shit because I don't do that. Yeah. The part where he's giving out money and everyone's there, it makes my skin crawl because when I think of everyone should be running, but they don't know who he is yet. Yeah, they don't know what's to come, this, really. This is, like, I like the not origin origin. Hmm? Like, I'd rather a Joker who's very violent but playful. Yeah, like he is in... Like um Arkham games are the pinnacle of everything for me. Like, Joker actually has a plan to wreak fucking havoc. But that's the thing with time. this. Do, do you but like... This is just, like, I got a balloon or poison people. Like, it just seems weird. Do you me. like the Joker's favour episode of the animated series where, like, one dude cuts him off on a freeway so he, like, stalks him for, like, years and years and yeah, ends like, up and still see, kills him for revenge, like, even Joker, after that? Like, you've, you've made me think of it in a better way. I don't mm. see him as just going, I'm going to massacre. Everything is detailed. It's, like, exactly like him and Carney yeah. don't work together in the crossover. But the thing with this, like, the way I see it, it's that, like, origin of Batman starts doing it and he starts getting the recognition and then someone turns around and they're like, hang on a second, all you have to do is wear a funny suit and people want to follow you. So he's starting to do that and every attack he does, it starts, like, ramping up. So his first one is, oh, you stole my wife, well, I'm going to kill you and get her back. Then the next one is... I'm going to win the attention of the table yeah, by killing the I mean, head like, guy. I, I like then the next one is, stuff. oh, hang on, I need to do something bigger, so I'll do the TV ad. Oh, now I've got Gotham's attention. Good, now I'm going to do the next. Like, everyone that he's doing, is he's, like, taking the steps and, like, oh, I, I like to use funny, like, hand buzzers. Oh, what's, what's the next thing that I can do? Oh no, I like funny hand buses better. Yeah, like it's him playing with the different things to, he can To me, accomplish. it's still not like he would murder everybody because <gasps> it would be essentially everybody in Gotham because it's like the big anniversary party. Yeah, yeah? but that's the thing. Like, like to me, he wouldn't do that in the Marvel and DC crossover. He's working with Carnage, and they break up the thing because Carnage wants to kill everybody. He says, "No, every kill should be like." Special, but this isn't special. Is it? Does the balloon kill everyone, or it would because kill the... In the street? Yeah, no. Well, the everybody. the thing that's leaking a cloud of Joker toxin into a crowd of everyone. Yeah, yes. yeah. But the beauty thing is, you have to mix baby powder with specific things. Yeah, like that's that, just him playing Russian roulette with a city, pretty much. What's well, not to say that that was the same with the Joker gas? Like, that it would only affect people wearing perfume or deodorant or... Because he literally says he's here to rid them of their worthless little lives. Yeah, like, he says that he's going to kill everybody. Like, if you think of all... Because obviously the comics are what matters because that is yeah. the reason he exists. Batman wouldn't still think be around after seven Joker years. Think of any story, and mm-hmm. if he's just targeting a massive group of people for no reason, it won't be a good one. Yeah. Like, death in... Even death of... Killing joke. It's all something that is crazy, but it's actually intelligent. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a reaction out of you. This is everything to me right now. Yeah, like he's not just like, yeah, let's just blow up a building. Yeah. <coughs> all right, we got we yeah, got to get to the uh, the museum scene next. Um, despite having prints in it, which really puts a date on this fucking movie for me. Um, other than that, the scene's great. Like 
kill a museum full of people and just fuck up all the paintings. Yeah. Yes. It's just like I'm far away I don't know if you can hear Kenny Park. Yeah. Say that like he kills a group of people but it's for a reason. Yeah. He's gonna yeah. do something jokery. But just killing a bunch of people with gas and then what you go home. I like his extreme level of harmless vandalism though. Um And then he's like, I don't wanna wreck this one. Yeah. I like this one. Yeah, it's like some really gory painting. Yeah, but that, um, that is Joker. Yeah, and you know, Joker wanting someone to record his work is very in the character's style as well, too. Like, he would want a documentary crew if he could get it. Yeah, he would leave people alive just for shits and gigs. Yeah. And like this. Like, he does later on, I won't go into it too much, but he has the opportunity to kill someone and everyone's yelling, come on. <coughs> and he sits there for like another 10 seconds and just goes, yeah. Like, he could have pulled the trigger, like, ten times. But that's even in this. He's only interested in her death work. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, 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 he literally he goes through everything and he's like, like, eh, eh, shit, eh. shit, oh, look at shit, cool. shit, this I is look great. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Joker deforming a woman he was, you know, having sex with while still having her hang around, probably devoted still is very Mr. J, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, the, uh, after that scene... Batman comes in and we get our first look at the Batmobile. Um, can you? I don't suppose you can Google who designed that. Because I, like I was going to, but I forgot. A trash heap. Um, the, the, the Batmobile in this movie is iconic as fuck. Um, at least it ain't the Tumbler. Yeah, do you guys have a favourite Batmobile? Not the Tumbler. <laughs> nah, that thing, I, I that thing looks like a like lobster. Batmobile. It fucking sucks. Armadillo sausage. Batman versus Superman one, I think, is pretty good. Yeah. I don't. I don't like the. Uh, it was designed by Terry Ackland, Snow, John Evans, and Keith Short. Anton First was the name I'm looking for. That's that's that's. I, I, I know you really disagree with the Arkham <coughs> one. Yeah, I like the original Arkham Asylum one too. I like them being long and ridiculous and having no practicality whatsoever. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like visually, not. they're bitching, but they all suck. Like the Batmobile in this has like a top speed of like. 20k's an hour, it's a piece of shit, but it looks but, cool. Like, because every problem you have with the Arkham Knight one, mm. I bet I can justify it. Oh, yeah, it's tactile, it's fast, yeah, like, but can turn a corner on a dime. Like, it's perfect yeah. for what he's using, but I like them to look ridiculous. Like, it, it's Batman. If the villains are coming after him with, like, just a machine gun, he would get, like, a fucking tank. Yeah. Like, because it's Batman, it's got to be, like, over the top. Yeah, I, I like I like the version of him having like the ridiculous visual one, but then having the tank for when shit gets hardcore. Like um, he literally has a monster truck in Batman the Cult. This yeah. this Batmobile particularly, um, they've already like said most of the Batmobiles after this time were modeled on it. Yeah. Like Tass was modeled on it. Oh yeah, it's um it's it strikes a fucking pose, you know, like it's it's very cool. Any Batmobile that's not the Tumbler or has a bat face on the front for no reason oh, yeah, the is classic a good ones. one to me. Alright, so we gotta talk about the let's get nuts scene. I know Meg's <laughs> I know Meg's hanging for it. I love it. <laughs> um it's so fucking awesome in a ridiculous no, way. Like it it's fucking bananas. It is one of the best Bruce like Wayne scenes ever. <laughs> it shows that he's deranged enough to be a Batman. Yeah. Just apart from being <laughs> Batman, you never see him go crazy like he's gone through constant shit his entire life Look. and nothing but like um what's it called when like you're punished but in a productive way 
Uh, like mm. every time you have a karate teacher, they like hit you and be like, yeah, discipline. discipline and tolerance. Like everything is his life has either been suffering or <laughs> him disciplining himself, like all the training and shit. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, but be, just being Batman wouldn't be enough. He would crack as Bruce sometimes. So I like this scene. Look, the whole this this whole scene is fucking stupid bananas because it lays on the foundation that's wrong. Like the whole thing represents the symmetry between not cemetery, symmetry between hero and villain. Yeah. But everybody got dead. You're like um him coming into the apartment and saying lots of space and then Joke comes in later and looks at her legs and says lots of space. Like they're keeping the same quotes and they both smash something on the mantelpiece and they both give her flowers. Like it's saying like, oh Joker and Batman are the same, but they're supposed to be a yin yang. Like that's way fucking wrong. Yeah, they're supposed to be opposites. Yeah, this isn't Blue Beetle versus Red Beetle. This isn't one of those oh we're so alike hero villain things. This is we're so opposite hero villain things. Um, yeah, and I have some questions about, like, why did Bruce fake his death for no reason in it? Like, none of it is... It's, like it's when Joker shit. shoots him. Yeah. Well, if Joker shot Bruce Wayne and he just got up and goes, lucky I have... Well, he lays down and then when no one's looking, he fucking bolts. Yeah, but he does that in the end scene, too. He's hiding under the wing. Yeah, but yeah. if he just stood up, everyone would be like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Look, I guess that the Joker saying his famous quote, like, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight thing makes Bruce remember. But he, <laughs> but he knew who Jack Napier was, like, already, so it's not that. Yeah, but they like, he's probably already read the files didn't know and stuff. who he was. Yeah. If but, they had it on file, he would be in jail, Toby. Look, I do like that his girlfriend killed herself. Like, that part's fine, I guess. Um, yeah, Meg, what do you reckon of the, the scene about Bruce's speech? I'd like you to... Just read out that line that he Fuck off the top of my head. What is it? It's like oh, Lights he, out. he knew a kid named Jack, and he was a he was a bad seed, you know. Like he was. He lost his way or something. And yeah, he smashes a vase, and he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, he can never see the train until it was a foot from him, and then he got his fucking lights out. You want to get nuts, huh? Come on, let's get nuts. Like, what the fuck is he doing? And then Joker just pulls a gun on him, which, like, yeah, what are you going to do, dickhead? Yeah. It's oh. fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so bananas. And it, like, it's supposed to have gotten more bananas, because in the novelization and the original script, Batman escapes, gets his suit, gets on a horse, and chases after Joker's car. Oh, why didn't they do that? Because the suit looked terrible in daylight. I'm disappointed. I, I wonder what the horse is a reference to. Well, yeah, because he tells the story earlier about being shit at horse riding. Like, no, they... like the comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like... But, like, they foreshadowed it and then took it out. <laughs> Why? Why anything, man? I don't know. Yeah. Um, when Joker makes the announcement of going to the parade and throwing out $20 million in dollars on TV, um, how is the male looking at him on a different screen? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Like, it's just a weird, retarded moment. Like, this film really drops the ball for a second there. Like, unless the screen's like wet, like, unless there's a TV right where he's looking, but it's in the. No, he also talks to it as well. Like, he says, We're not going to listen to any demands. And then Joker pushes his screen away. That. What? How does any of this happen? Maybe Joker planned it like that. 
then I don't know. It's, it's a look into the future. Oh, they Wait, thought the they were on Skype? Yeah. They're on Skype. Yeah, they, um... That moment's fucking so weird. Like, there's no logic. That's one of those too much cocaine moments in 80s films that used to be so much fun. Um, so, like, at this point, we get the flashback of uh, his parents' demise. We actually get our origin here. Um, what do you guys think of, like, he sees a young Jack Napier do it, but do you guys prefer that? What do you guys think of the fan theory that Bruce sees fucking every villain in that alleyway? Like That's kind of cool, yeah. Like of his way of, like, mercilessly taking down a villain, he always visualises them as Joe Chill. I like that. Me too. Yeah, it, yeah, it makes I, no I, more I sense to than... be Joe Chill, because... It makes more sense Joker than just being Joker enough. for no reason. Yeah, he's got way too much. And we discussed this in the Joker origin episode. I like his origin when he's innocent, like yeah. in killing Joker. Yeah, that one bad day thing is yeah. way great. It's awesome. Yeah, one bad day There's nothing exciting bad. about a villain who was bad and now they're bad. Yeah, because they're, they're just bad. There's nothing fun about it. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking... I, when it's Joker in this, I'm like, that's dumb, but then I read the fan theory that, like, oh, he sees everyone in the alley, but that's why he hates villains. There are some... I'm like, oh, okay. Him in the alley and his parents get shot and he turns around and it's Firefly with the flamethrower. Oh, my God, but, he sees his parents got, melting? No, they got shot with a pistol. Oh, no, he's like, left me flamethrower at home, didn't I, boy? Well, people get shot and he turns around. And it's Clayface. Like, yeah, Clayface. It's got a... Killer Croc. Oh, Killer no, Croc. with a gun. Amanda Waller. No, fucking let's go deep cut and say it's fucking Ten Eyes or whatever his name is. The dude has all the eyes. Oh, his yeah. finger and goes, firing that gun fucking hurt. Because I, I don't think he'd want to change... How his parents die because it would be fucked up to go. My parents are dead. How about this time? I imagine him getting fucking burned. Oh, Jesus. like he always sees that bit the same, but when he looks, it's always different. Yeah. What would Calendar Man do? Shoot him with a gun. Well, yeah. it depends. Calendar Man does things based on day. the day. Well, he's dressed in a Santa costume. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a little bit worse than a lump of coal today, my boy. Oh no! Fuck you! <laughs> and off he and off he goes. Um, alright, so once that flashback ends that we were just talking about, um, the shittiest Alfred ever just lets Vicky Vale into the back cave. He's all like, hey, you want to say something fucked up? And brings her in. Um, yeah, the, the relationship between Pennyworth and Wayne in this, I think, is, like, done really well. Like, they are friends, but they do bicker, and it's sort of harmless fun, but him as an Alfred really sucks. Like, the relationship's good. Um, uh, my notes are up to the uh, assault on Axis Chemicals. Um, that's another fucking weird scene, but we haven't... Like, we still haven't gotten past this this problem in Batman movies. No. Like, him putting millions of weapons on the Batmobile and committing serious acts of terrorism and just killing shitloads of people. Like, it was dumb in this movie, and it's still the fucking same now. <laughs> you know? Um, Alright, so, <laughs> I'm gonna bring this up. This is worth talking about. Uh-oh. Into the Air Junior Birdman. Fucking, nothing Joker says in this makes any sense. He's and foreshadowing Robin. Look, is it... I wanna know, like, don't rub another man's rhubarb. He's like, oh, there's another... 
rooster in the hen house take your beak out of my heart and then he's like oh, i got a winged rat to kill and then i gotta clean my claw like nothing is it cocaine or is the script trying to make him sound way more insane than joker normally is Maybe they wanted to make him was really, it? really insane and like yeah. keep it going, but it didn't actually it doesn't seem go right. <laughs> that way that they were trying to make it go. Yeah. They just turned it back or they turned it in a different way. I, just, I, I can't tell if they've done it to make him weirder or they've done it like to get Jack in the door in the first place where they just like do whatever the fuck you want, just please be in this movie so we can have a serious actor in our serious movie. Maybe. Yeah, it's... Man, we've got to ask him at some point. We've got to get to the bottom of this. Yes. Um, so, a really good, really cool thing gets wasted in this movie. Um, in the... In the fucking museum scene. So I always... Because it's a restaurant in the second store, it's very confusing. Um, but in the museum scene, when Vicky asks what he wants, before, <laughs> the foreshadowing part that was cut is um him saying earlier that he wants his face on the one dollar bill um in the novelization of this it reveals that all the money he throws is completely fucking fake and it was just to get people there in the first place um see that's something i see that would have been yeah that makes more sense yeah like they foreshadowed a lot of stuff re-watching this that got edited out anyway yeah but that's something that tim does regularly. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of foreshadowing. Like, booty making. If you look at. The standard in the 80s was pretty low. But that's the thing. He does it. This is the same year as, like, Face Off, I think. Face Off makes sense, Bob. Oh, okay. No, no, but Tim Burton does it a lot. No, sorry. Vampire's Kiss. That's the Nicolas Cage movie I'm thinking of. That doesn't make any fucking sense. So, the Batplane in this is one of the better versions, I think. Um, Do you guys have a favourite version of the Batwing? Not no, one that looks really. retarded. Yeah, not one that looks like a big lobster. What do you feel I about like Batwing the, one... the character? Moving on. <laughs> I like the Arkham Origins one. And we get to him like a little motorbike thing. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, up. like Batman Look. Beyond suit. Suit. Yeah, because yeah, I don't like Batwing. He can fly in the suit. I don't like the Batwing. You don't like him having a plane? I'm fine with him having a plane, but they all look stupid. What about the Nolan verse one? That's pretty cool. It looks like a crab. It looks stupid. I think this version, Silhouette in the Moon, kind of solidifies it as my favourite. Mm. You know, it's bitch and Yeah, but. And it's pretty Batman much. Did it's not almost have identical. To drive up there. No. I don't like when people make when iconic people do things it. that make no sense. And you're like, why'd you do that? Yeah, like that part in Age of Ultron where it's all the Avengers like fucking in a line. That's awesome. Makes but why? sense. But why did Batman try to save. Everyone in the city go. This will look good. This will look bitching from one particular angle. This will look good in like. Oh, kind of like in the Nolan verse when he out. when he spent three hours organizing a big flaming bat signal on the side of a bridge as yep. opposed to saving people. Yeah, like it looks cool, but Alfred, this is gonna look fucking sick. But it, it was worthless, you know. You should have been trying to save people. Yeah. Um. So, all right. So this Joker plays chicken with a fucking jet full of missiles. Where Heath Ledger's Joker plays chicken with a motorbike made out of spare parts. Who is the better Joker, really, people? Grow up. Alright? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Trace assembling a Batman puzzle while we record this. I already did one. No one told him that his one is missing a piece. Now he's upset. 
I thought that was what you said, but I, I didn't quite get it. I kind of figured it out, but I thought, no, nah, I might just be looking at it wrong. Yeah. No, it was, we got, like, extra <coughs> ones sent to us because they hid money in, like, particular tins. Which is good that I opened the door, so I wouldn't have noticed. Are they speakers? Yeah. Yeah, it's also really loud. <laughs> Asshole. You know that we have to clean the table before Trey comes. Um, yeah, anything I said about this bat plane being good is immediately thrown out the window when it's shot once and just straight up dies. Yeah, I can't It's a special gun. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, because, like, he, he's got, he's spent all this time making the Batmobile so good and un... Yeah, it has a... And then this plane just gets shot once and it's like, not dead With the Batmobile, though, it has to go into armadillo mode to be protected. But it only protects certain pieces, not the actual shell. Armadillo... I will point out, in reading about, like, the stuff that makes up the Batmobile, everything on the Batmobile is functioning. Yep. So anything that's on there can work. Mm -hmm. But the jet engine on the back can only run for 15 seconds because it takes too much fuel. Yeah. Maybe he has like a whole bit of fuel. Well, they can, they can run it for 15 seconds and um, then it runs out of fuel. So Why would they do that? Look, it looks, why would that mean? This time watching it, I noticed all the cemetery... Fuck, I did it again. Cemetery! Cemetery! Um, I noticed it in that Let's Get Nuts scene because it's fucking a weird scene and I was trying to figure out what the go is. Um, this time around I saw the shoe toss in the stairway once they get into the church to be another one of those. Because Bruce did it earlier. Um, it's just, there should be a yin-yang thing. It's so dumb that they're... Oh, I thought you were going to point out how he throws the shoe down the middle and it lands on... The side. On the side. Right in front of Batman. Well, there was, there was probably a breeze in that windowless room with no breeze. I, I don't recall him throwing the second shoe. No, it's just left on a thing. She probably just like... Kicked it off. Yeah. Um, so I'm barely taking notes now because I'm just watching the finale of this fucking movie. Except I got to talk about how Commissioner Gordon gets into the church. One door's blocked and he's like, fuck it, let's all go. <laughs> like, this Gordon Another is... stupid... This party. Gordon would make comic book Gordon fucking just sick to his stomach. I want to see a movie where this Gordon gets, like, the whole machine back. Oh my god. It also, like they give him the big rabbit but, transformer. That'd be fucking ridiculous. When they're at the top of the tower, yep. Batman fights some guy who's like clearly a trained fighter. Yep. And every hit destroys him. And I know Joker isn't a martial artist, but one punch and he like breaks his hand <coughs> against the armor. Yeah. And this other guy can flog him. It's that thing that I don't like about Mr. Burns and The Simpsons where it has rules unless you want to bend them for your script. Like, yeah, it's bulletproof, but if he, if they need to show him getting beaten up, they're going to show someone punching the fucking body armour and it hurting. Like how Mr. Burns can, like, do whatever he wants There's when it's convenient, bits, but he can't lift a marshmallow. There's, like, in later bits where they're like, oh, um, you know, there's no way to get through the suit unless you find this little hole over here and you can stab through it with a two-inch knife. Like, what, you're just going to look someone up and down and go... Oh, that little spot just over there. That's where you do it. Look, I know you're throwing shade, and you're right, but Catwoman specifically feels around and goes, oh, here we go, and then does it. Like, she's looking for it. Yeah, but... She didn't just... She didn't just Google his suit. She didn't Google the blueprints like Penguin did to get information on how to pull by the mountain a bit. I just think of the part in Arkham Knight where the Arkham Knight's like, 
Unless you know where to shoot, it puts the gun in the spot and fires. Oh, yeah, so good. Um, Alright, so I want to skip past the, the whole metaphorical thing of Vicky Bell dancing in the de- with the devil in the pale moonlight and talk He's about and talk about how she was going to blow him. Yeah, it's right there. So, um, if ba- look, if Batman wasn't there or didn't step in, would she have just gone through with it, do you think? Like, so at what Harry, point does she Harry say she's bluffing? and be like, okay, so, um, I thought Batman would come, but... Or do you think she'd stall and be like, do you, she's trying to stall, it's like, do you have a condom? Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? If... if Batman thought to himself, going, fuck you, Vicky Bell. You were going to unmask me and ruin my life. I'm just going to let this happen. I'm going to need some confirmation from your doctor if you're clean. I was just curious. Is it white too? Wow, it's way more pale than I thought it would be. Like, we said earlier, Joker is fucking crazy, but in a way he's a genius. Oh my god, his pubes are so green. If he had a kidnapped woman and she was like, like the Grinch. Crying the whole time. <laughs> His testicles look like And she just immediately goes, I'm gonna almost suck your dick. He would probably be like, Hang on a sec. Yeah, something's happening. Yeah, it's. Like, like, he's not that stupid. Alright, um, we've got them you creating one another. Oh, almost. That part's good though. Yeah. It's very jokery. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't say the symmetry shit before. Because, like, they're doing that whole circle. It's like, I made you, you made me thing. Like, why did Tim do that? Oh well, it's, it's just something. It's um, the age old Joker Batman thing. No, it's way not. That's the thing. Yeah, it is now. Oh no, it's. They're not the, similar the, characters, the, they're the opposite Joker characters. Would, yeah, but that's the Joker wouldn't be the Joker if Batman wasn't Batman. Yeah, but that doesn't They talk mean about it in a lot of it's like, not Venom and Spider Man. Yeah, I think he's read into that the wrong way. No, but it's just. an animated movie where. Joker doesn't do things anymore because Batman's retired. Yeah, but the thing is, Batman made the Joker, but Joker and Batman together make a whole. Like they need each other because they're the opposites. Yeah, like Toby said, it. They're yin yang. They're yin yang. They have to be joined for it to be complete. But that's the thing. So, like, even if you remove that, Jack is supposed to have killed his parents. This movie's written. Joker has. Joker takes up the mantle because he's sick of Batman getting the airplay, but Batman mm. has to stay Batman because Joker's attacking the city. Yeah, but then like, it's that constant. Person, it's not making <gasps> them the same person, That's but you can't have saying. one without we're, the we're other. Not, we're not talking Green Arrow and Merlin here. We're not talking Blue Beetle, Red Beetle here. We're talking two exact opposites. This is That's, a polar opposite character. They go together, but it's because they're the opposite of each other. Yeah. 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 But this, this is good cop, bad cop. But in like a weird serial killer mm. kind of mental patient way. Like, Toby was pointing out lots of things earlier of them trying to say that they're the same in a lot of ways. But they're yeah. not. Yeah. Um, yeah, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses. It's pretty fucking funny. Which is also redone in Wreck It Ralph. Mm. The um, bad guy. Who looks somewhat like Joker now that I think about it? Says you wouldn't hit a glower with glasses, and so he takes the glasses off and smacks him with the glasses. Rude. It's very funny. Um, so why do comic book movies always kill their villains? What's up with that? I don't know why. Because why would you not go? We might use them later. Well, you think or be like, well, that'd be weird and out of character. Like Marvel Studios kill off a lot of people, but if they'd have killed Loki off, that'd be like. He's in so many of the movies. Mm. Like, they they should keep him. Definitely. Just throw Maybe him in prison. Spider-Man Homecoming makes no sense. Defeats him, straight to prison. Like he... We don't have to hear from him. Like they do in the there. comics. Yeah. But what? I think with Jack, 
it was a big thing about money. Yeah. They didn't think they would They didn't be have to bring him back again. They could have just arrested the Joker yeah, but that like way, he would in a fucking they, But that way no one's going, well, why wouldn't you just bring Joker back? You've already got Joker. Why wouldn't you put Joker back? It's a comic this book movie. You could put him in a fucking Lazarus pit anyway. Like, it doesn't change anything. Yeah, like... Exactly, but... It, would have, it should have introduced Arkham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't introduce Arkham till the yeah, third movie. That's fucking nuts. They could have just been like, he's arrested, take him to the asylum. That we've just got. Yeah, and we like, get a cool shot of Arkham Asylum, but it's in Burton Arkham Asylum. Because you have to like, have it would have been a down. cool ending if it's like See, out the front of Arkham, probably a fucking thunderstorm. And then it's like Joker laughing in his cell. Yeah, imagine. And then some you have to show blue the bad bitch. Guy dying. It's fucking. No, there's you no know. reason for it. It's fucking stupid. Bad guy must be put down. I want to see the guy who made Nightmare Before Christmas make an Arkham Asylum. Like, that would look fucking sick. Mm. But no, let's wait until Joel Schumacher comes in. And then we'll do it. Speaking of Joel Schumacher. Well, let's finish this movie where, before it, we move on to the It's literally going to take me four seconds. Nope. All right, go on. Okay. The reason that Michael Keaton didn't come back and Val Kilmer took over mm-hmm. was because they told him Schumacher was taking over yeah, and no. quoted, why does everything have to be so dark? <laughs> and Keaton was like, well, I'm fucked. Well, fuck that. <laughs> this um, is that those those and, two movies are darker than the fucking third and the fourth. Billy yeah, that's what he's saying. Like, um, Schumacher comes in and says, they don't need to be dark. Let's make them fun. And then Keaton's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> Billy D. Williams was supposed to reprise Dent, mm-hmm. but Schumacher had worked with um, Tommy Lee before, and he was just like, hey, dude, we're making a movie. You be in the movie. And they're like, um, there's this other guy. And he's like, no, 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 I want Tommy Lee. It's good. What impression is that? That's my impression of Schumacher. Alright, so we're pretty much at the end of uh, the Batman movie here. I've got it plain because I did lose a page of my notes. I'm trying to remember them as I watch it. Mm. But um, I want to know what the fuck the go is with the giggle bag. Yeah, I don't know. So they find Joker's body like on the ground. Joker would do just have a thing in his pocket that the just tri- makes a laugh. That triggers it is death. And, us- like, what the fuck's hey, in it? I want to know what the triggered his death. There is a thing upstairs, no, triggers at though. His death. Well, it wasn't on beforehand. I reckon that when he yeah, fell, he'd be like, this would be good. And Clicks just, the button. And or it, it could have just been set to a timer, because Joker would be the type of guy who just has, like, a thing go off for no reason. Just be like, oh, it's It's so fucking intriguing. I want to know about the bag. But there is a <laughs> it moment... shatters my brains. I want to know. There's a moment at the top of the church where yeah. um, when Batman punches him in the face... And a set of fake laughing teeth yeah, fall like out. That's something yeah. he would do, like, just have a I, I totally pocket. believe his pocket is full of like fake laughing teeth. He's like, this is gonna be hilarious. Look, I know the character isn't going to be invented for another three years, but if the weird Madonna, like we spoke about it when we discussed Batman Triumphant, if the Madonna slash Courtney Love Harley Quinn had that bag later, it'd be pretty bitching. Mm. But there's no way they thought that far ahead. Mm. I just I want to know about the giggle bag, and I kind of want a giggle bag. I will, I will make Just you a Google bag. All right. A tape recorder in your fucking pocket. That's what I said. Yeah, that's literally all it is. Um, I don't have notes, but I do think Commissioner Gordon's drunk in the final scene. Yeah. Because, like, I was discussing it when we were watching it, when Alexander Knox is like, how do we contact Batman? And he, like, kind of haphazardly wanders over and goes, give us the signal, and fucking turns it on. No, he gets someone else to turn it on because he's too fucking drunk. Um... But then you get that final silhouette of Batman looking at the signal, and it's pretty bitching. 
Uh, it like, is a good way to end it. But if they spend a lot on Batman to show up, he'd be like, "What?" He'd be on the roof of the police station. Like, wow, it's just fucking here. What do you want? Yeah, he gets the rooftop and goes, "Where the fuck did it go?" That's weird. Do you think Batman just dumped it in the in the front of the police station? He's like, they'll figure out how to get it. I on don't the even roof. think it's at the front of the police station. I think it's at the front oh, of the town hall. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Weird. 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 Um. Overall, this I think this movie's pretty bitching. The the Prince soundtrack does weigh it down for me because that, that doesn't hold up like the rest of the movie. What are you talking about? Fucking. Ever been kissed by a rose? No, that's three. That's seal. Mm. The fourth one's the best. It's got a smash of pumpkins. Oh. Alright, so, uh. The other one the prince does is Leonardo DiCaprio's Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Yeah, but he's that famous, Toby. Everybody loves Prince. Oh, yeah, it's it's a good publicity. Alright, um, overall thoughts of the movie before we move on? Um, no, I think we've gone through everything, I thought. You recommend it? Yeah. Hmm. If you haven't seen it and you're living in your fucking little Nolan bubble, go get, get no, around No, if you're to living it. in your Nolan bubble, stay in your Nolan bubble. Keep out of my Keep shit. Keep it to yourself. If you're a Batman fan, or you think you might be a Batman fan, go and watch it. Yeah. Keep, keep the Nolans together. Yeah. Segregation, huh? Alright, what, what, what about <laughs> That's you, probably Trey? not a good reckon? thing to talk about right now. What? Overall, this movie. Is it a it good is one? not a great superhero movie, but it is the best Batman and I dare say the best DC superhero movie. Oh, Wonder Woman was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of it like had nothing to do with the comics, really. Yeah. Like, but it, at least this is loose it's enough. A good, it's a good comic book movie. And that's what we want because we're not one of those assholes that go watch Captain America and like discuss if it was good or bad but refuse to touch a comic. Mm. Yeah. That's like saying, like, I do nothing but play fucking. Watching comic book movies. versus ATV (laughs) on the PlayStation, but I don't ride motorbikes. Like, you don't try and. No, watching cool. a watching a comic book movie without reading any books is like being I fucking love shoelaces, but don't you dare bring a shoe into my house. Well up people that jump on board a good example is when a sporting team wins and everyone just jumps on like everybody's done with McGregor and fucking Mayweather. Mayweather, everybody's become a boxing expert, but in a month they won't care about boxing. Yeah. That's what I see it as. Like the movie needs to be comic related because that's what it fucking is. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, speaking of which, uh, Kyle, you've kind of been put in charge of homework questions now. So, I have, seeing as I am now a qualified teacher, I have taken over the homework duties. Mm-hmm. So it's our favorite comic book movie. So it might be really bad, but that might be your dream. I think this is the best comic book movie. I mean. There's better ones have come, but they don't have the fucking wave of fandom and excitement, and like it, none of them have the gravity that this one yeah, did when it happened. Yeah, completely different. I know, but like movies today, there's so many. That, it's not my favorite. I'm just saying, no, I, mean, I you give can't it props. Say this wins, like this is great because of the timing. Mm. Well, that that, that doesn't it, fucking change anything. Well, it gives but them an advantage over other things. Yeah, thing, but that's an unfair advantage. Without yeah. this. We probably wouldn't have what we have today. Well, yeah, the sequels of this become move on to Spider Man. Created the hype doesn't mean it deserves to be. 
If that's his right. favorite, it's okay. No, no, we're, no, accepting, we're, argue. we're accepting. We're accepting. Okay, we'll no, no, but that was the best. We all, if it was is, the best movie, then we I could mean, argue right? with him. Look, we all know full well that my favorite's Batman Forever. Like I've brought it up, maybe ninety percent of the episodes of this podcast. It is great. It is fun. Fuck y'all. Okay. I just yeah. mean like because he's saying how it started everything. Mm. It's like we discussed in Iron Man. No one would pick up that movie. It's true. So it's Batman like Batman didn't start. It's true. It's like eighty nine Batman and Iron Man are like the two. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like no thing. one would take on Iron Man, so Batman didn't create all this shit because superhero movies were really fucking bad for a long time. Yeah, they were so shit I, I think Iron Man started. They were shit for a while. My favorite movie involves um, Robin doing like kung fu on a laundry. Yeah, so, it is pretty good. So, yeah, let's be honest here. Um, you just missed the entire scene because it just played out. Look, my iPad, um, the Batman finished and it just started playing Batman forever. And I'm not changing it. No. I'm so, um, Kyle, what's your favorite comic book movie? Um, Personally, I'm going to go with Captain America. First Avenger. First Avenger. That's a great very seamlessly <coughs> blends enough of comic knowledge and mythos with someone that's sitting down, never done it before. Yeah, well, you can't make it the exact same either, can you? Um, Unless you know exactly what's going to happen, it'll be boring. Like, exactly. some things don't translate, like putting on a monopoeia over fight scenes. You know, that shit don't hold up no more. Um, I don't know, it stood up pretty well in Deadpool last week. Um, it's obviously the film, like, I dabbled in comics and that beforehand, but that was the thing that, like, my first real cosplay was from that movie, and now my favourite character is from that movie, and the only reason that I'm sitting here doing this podcast today is that movie. So, yeah, you know, I, I would feel doing an injustice to poor Cap. If I, I didn't... Well, yeah, you always remember your first. Like, Batman Forever was my first. We had that on VHS when I was No, small. well, Batman Forever was my first. Well, that was your first real one was Captain America. That was my first grown-up one. Yeah. And I'm I too childish for a grown-up one. I like Batman Forever, but I just... It's great. Jim know. Carrey puts a blender on his head. Yeah, it's good. And, then, and, and then the VHS a was a different colour. My VHS was a different colour. What? Mine wasn't. I think it was purple. Mum might still have it. I'll have to double check. That's fucked up. We had a fancy one. Alright, uh, Trey, what's your favourite comic book movie ever? Under the Red Hood. Fuck, I should have picked an animated one. Yeah, I didn't know for a while. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a good answer. I didn't think no, about it. No, best live action, like... It would have to be Civil War. <coughs> the movie had, like, that fucking excitement. Not one moment of that movie... You settled down the whole time. We were just like, "Fuck!" It's high octane, pure awesome, like yeah. Batman Forever. And they brought like, in the best Spider-Man in that one. Like Matt, yeah, Matt makes yeah. Said that Mad Max Fury Road just like just constantly shit is happening. Yeah, yeah. you you have to keep watching because just stuff. If you look away for a minute, you've missed like half of it. <laughs> well, well, you you said your favorite was Under the Red Hood. You want to talk about that at all? It's good. Why? Good Joker. Yeah, the joke in that is good. Nice emotional story. A bit yeah. of badassery. That, that like... Good to see someone who That isn't. shitty hotel room scene is still probably the most, like, touching, dramatic scene in it any is. DC it's so thing. so fucking emotional. Yeah. But, um, like, definitely was, look that up if you haven't seen it. It was great to see someone who isn't 
the big dog voicing the Joker and Mark doing Hamill. a good job. Yeah. John DiMaggio and that. Um, yeah, seriously, have a and have a gander at that. There is some funny bits like Black Mask in it, so fucking cool. His crew just knows to stand there and get punched in the face when he's mad. It's like, look, this thing, this is gonna happen, but, but he's gonna kill you if you quit. So, so there just was live with it. One part that it always fucks with my mind because Red One's my favorite. Deadpool is my favorite marvel for a long time and yeah. that part when black mask looks out his window and he's on the roof with a rocket launcher and just waves i i see deadpool when i think of that bit it's still like like because that's such a deadpool thing just like happily waving when you yeah him him happily waving's deadpool him being a Only sarcastic fucking got, asshole is very he's cool. got like the red mask like i always thought that was deadpool yeah. so i went back and watched it and i was like fuck off yeah. yeah, you'd seen the picture before. We found you some great pajama pants to dry. Is that the Defenders? No. <laughs> I do already have a picture. Um, Meg, you've you've been in the game for a while now. Do you have a favourite comic book movie yet? Um, or are you waiting until they do a Huntress one? I, I don't want them to do a Huntress one. You want to get left alone? I want to be left alone. Don't don't squad me, bro. Yeah, don't do not squad me. God damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I think you did them all in yeah. order. We watched everyone in order. Yeah, from, I thought we watched from Iron that. Man. No, we watched one first because one was at the movies at the time. We we watched. What did we watch at movies? Jeez, you got that was during Phase Two, so it could be Iron Man Two. No, no. Winter Soldier maybe. Wasn't it Ant Man? Might have been Ant Man. Yeah, maybe. Do you like the bit well, of the Thomas Tank? Well, like Avengers Two was definitely. I like the one that. Um, oh no, it was Star Wars. We watched Force Awakens, yeah. and then I made you watch all the Star Wars movies and every Marvel movie in order. Yeah, we did that over like a few days. <laughs> yes. We just sat in my room and watched movies. Um, Netflix and chilled, huh? Minus the chill. <laughs> yes, it was Netflix. just Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> um, but yeah. Get your titties out of here, we're trying to watch Thor. I'm so keen for Thor, oh my god. But, yeah, Iron Man one. The problem I have with Thor... That's another one that kicks off a fucking just avalanche of shit. Yeah. Like, it is a beginning. Imagine how much less money Disney would have if that never happened. Yeah. Or if it was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's everyone. The the other issue I Trey was the other one smart enough to pick an animated movie. For the pictures coming out of it. Wait, what? The thing about Thor... I'm like somewhat annoyed because I keep seeing like all the pictures and the meme from it, like, and I'm like, yeah. I just want to watch it. Yeah. Freaking stop showing me clips look... and stuff. I want to just watch the thing. Every day I have seen um, it's Thor in like the battle stadium, and Hulk comes in and he's like, hey, I know this guy. We used to work I together. Like, I just want to see that. <laughs> yeah, that was a Make a Wish Kid line. Yeah. Yeah. Some kid was visiting the set and said that was funny, so they put it um, in. Yeah. Like, I'm awesome not a Thor person or a Hulk person, but I'm I so like... fucking keen. Mm, yeah, be... but, like, I like them in the movies, but you wouldn't really see me go out and buy Thor yeah, yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. But, God, that movie looks cool. I like his first appearance where um, it's like, oh, if he holds the hammer, he's Thor, but if he puts it down, he's his normal alter ego. And then on the next page, he throws it at someone. And he's still Thor. Like, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I've got like a month and 
three quarters. Fuck, we've still got so long. I hate how early things are advertised now. Mm. Just give. I don't know. Stand over. Weeks I'm, weeks I'm excited for Shazam. Although I wasn't prepared for season two of Telltale Batman. Like the trailer came out, I'm like, fuck yeah, it's like it's out. And I'm like, oh shit. I hate when that happens, but because one day me and Meg would just sit in there and I like googled screen points to see if season two would happen. It was eight episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> they made the binge watch it. Hmm. All right, good show. There you have it, everyone. Um, another episode of the School for Wild Nerds has come off its tracks and crumpled in a ditch. I've been your host, Toby DePola, joined for another podcast by the lovely Kaya Steen. And Trey P. Cinnamon. And last but certainly not least, Megan Chikatilo. Remember to follow us on Twitter, at wayward underscore nerds. Like us on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes to hear more episodes. Uh, next week, I'll be learning all about the Immortal Iron Fist. Uh, right now, I only know him as that one mighty bean we had that looked like a yellow Spider-Man. And you've seen one episode of the show. Yeah, i got a lot of work to do. Um, so look forward to that. And remember, you can al- we can always throw shapes together, but that doesn't mean you're in my circle. Class dismissed. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <Toby. laughs>